Welcome to First Mile's Climate Heroes. I'm your host, Bruce Bratley, founder of recycling company First Mile. On this show, we meet and learn from the climate heroes who are building solutions right now to tackle climate change. According to data from the British Soft Drinks Association, the UK consumes about 3 billion litres of bottled water a year. And that's about 16 million bottles every day. And the impact of bottling and shipping water at this scale is vast. At this point, many listeners will be reaching for their refill bottles and flasks and filling up on tap water. But there's always a need for packaged water. And my guest today is working on reducing its impact. Josh White is co-founder of Canna Water, where they are busy canning water to reduce the impact of thirst. Josh, welcome to First Mile's Climate Heroes. Thank you, Bruce. Great to breathe. Great to be here. Not to breathe here. Great to be here. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show. So the first beer in aluminium cans was a Schultz beer in 1962 in the States. And by 1970s, many other beers and soft drink companies had followed suit canning in aluminium cans. Is water a new thing? What's your sto- what is the story of canned water? Uh, and how did you get to be a climate hero canning water, Josh? What's the story? Water in cans wasn't a thing <laughs> until, you know, we, we, we made it a thing. And, you know, the story is very much centred around myself and two best friends who went to Thailand when we were, well, I was about 22 years old. We came across vast amounts of plastic pollution and we're not environmentalists. You know, we are three, you know, just normal guys who um, had never come across um, anything like this before, you know. We weren't even aware that this was a topic of conversation. We became quite shocked at what we had seen. You know, these are brands that we grew up loving, Coca-Cola, Evian, brands that in their marketing come across very fun and playful. And we just were very shocked at the way that these, uh, you know, that these brands weren't sort of telling us this side of things. And um, through vast amounts of research, when we came back, because we became, we beca- became very obsessed to trying to you know, like, why is this happening? How is it happening? Is there a way out of it? You know, and I think that we just sort of, through doing loads of research, started to see that actually we weren't the only people talking about plastic pollution. You know, loads of people have been talking about it for years. A lot of people had never been heard. We started to look into packaging and saw that aluminium is the most recyclable material when it comes to beverages. You know, 70 to 75% of all aluminium that was produced in the 1800s is just still in circulation. And because cans have an intrinsic value, people are more likely to collect cans. So I think that we, we saw all of these statistics and we started to sort of think, wow, like, why has no one ever put water in a can? I think most people would just ignore it and get on with their life but we were quite mad and uh, we were like you know we're going to make this happen and every hurdle that 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 we could think of we sort of um, convinced ourselves that we'd be able to get over it and was it a rational sort of process of elimination to get from a sort of a glass bottle or a plastic bottle to a can or did some you know one of you just got a eureka moment why on earth don't we put it in a why don't we put it in a can? It's funny because we looked at all different types of packaging. You know, I'm sure you know about, you know, the difficulty of Tetra Pak. It's a product that, yes, it might be recyclable, but is it actually getting recycled at mass? Is the infrastructure there? We started to look at glass and, 
it's very difficult to compare glass and plastic because glass is very heavy, it smashes. You know, we needed something that could literally be replaced. Uh, hence one of the reasons that we started to look at uh, a resealable lid, which we can go on uh, to discuss later, because that's something that we introduced to our product because it was something that was quite instrumental um, when first launching Can of Water. But essentially cans, you know, cans are very, very similar to a plastic bottle when it comes to their on-the-go uh, side of things. They're, they're lightweight, you can put it in your bag, it doesn't get, uh, you know, it doesn't get damaged because the cans are, you know, rigid and, and, and tough. And I think that all of these things played a big part. But one of the main things was convenience and carrying glass sometimes for people isn't as convenient. And then the whole sort of downside of Tetra Pak and also... Tetra Pak can't really stay cold, can stay very, very cold for much longer. And I think all of these things are incredibly important. When you drink out of a glass bottle, you notice that that coldness um, just come out of the fridge. And you do get that from a can and you can't get that from, um, from a Tetra Pak. So all of these things sort of came in, into mind. But I think that the thing that excited us the most is that no one had ever done this before. We, we're like that as, as three individuals. We like doing things that are, that are different and out there and that defy the norm, especially to encourage change. And the can's been, you know, unusual. And we never saw a can like it when you launched on the market. You've got this plastic resealable lid. Are there any other features that you need to build into the can? And what, what, why did you go for the resealable lid first? So essentially, one of the main focuses of, uh, from a convenience perspective, uh, through speaking to family, friends, and a few outsiders, is they like the fact that you can close a plastic uh, bottle, you know, and it's the same with a Tetra Pak and a glass bottle. And one of the things about cans that really gets to people is that you can't close it. I think with the small single serve um, 330ml can that we launched with, you know, maybe you could argue that... Um, you could drink that in one go, but still the way people drink water, it isn't necessarily just, you know, a one go thing. People, you know, might want to have a sip and they might. So I think that it was incredibly important for us to, to look down the route of a, um, a resealable lid. We did loads of research. We actually found our resealable lid that we've got now on page 10 of Google, which is quite a, uh, quite bootleg in itself. But we, we tried a few different variations um, from a few different companies. We did find a, a non-plastic lid that was very sharp and wasn't very durable and was basically, it failed on us. Um, we went to a Virgin startup meeting once and uh, with this tester lid and we showed everyone around the room how amazing this lid was. And as we turned it upside down, the, the water just went everywhere. So it's come with its challenges. But the lid that we've got currently, you know, it is it's less than a fifth of the weight of the, of the product. You know, it is recyclable. We do our best and we work with partners to, to sort of make sure that it, it does get incinerated or used as waste energy. Ultimately, we're always trying to do better we know that this is something that isn't the best but it's definitely going into the right direction we do have a ring pull product as well that is you know fully fully plastic free so i think that for us it's always been about offering solutions that are better we're always working towards um 
upgrades and doing things that are better than, than, than previously. Something that is very exciting for us this year is that we're launching in full cardboard outer wrap, which is something that we've been trying to do for the past seven years. We've always been trying to get out of shrink wrap outer cases. So it's these little things that as long as a business and as a brand, we're always trying to do better. Uh, but the convenience around a resealable lid has been incredibly instrumental and important to the growth of Cano. And then also I was talking to another uh, a juice manufacturer who put uh, still juices into cans. And isn't there an issue with it being like squidgy if it's not carbonated? And have you had challenges around sort of the perception of a still product in a, in a, in a vessel that's effectively being designed over the years for a carbonated product? Yeah, so we, you know, we had came across that uh, way, way, way early on in our journey. Our cans have a shot of nitrogen, just like a single shot of air that goes into the cans to, to keep the cans rigid. That's incredibly important when it comes to a steel product. I don't know whether when it comes to juice, whether that impacts the, you know, any, anything else. But for us, you know, it doesn't change the taste profile. Um, but that, that was a hurdle at the beginning, an enormous one. And you know, one of the, you know, one of our co-packer that we work with now um, and have worked with from day one was very, very, you know, confident that they could do this for us. And that was, you know, our journey wasn't easy when starting Cano Water. It, you know, to, it, it took us some serious time building relationships with people who couldn't fill cans, you know, whether it came to they were worried that there'll be a change in taste because of all the energy drinks, Coca-Cola and uh, squashes that are going through the pipes. So they were worried that the water would be tainted. And also, that is another thing around the, uh, the, the nitrogen shot. It's really, really important that that um, is done right because otherwise you're going to have a can that is very, very flimsy and it will dent very, very easily on the shelf. The, the flimsy cans will not look good. So all of these things are were things that we learned very early on in our journey that we've now become experts of. What's sort of been the biggest challenge? Is it getting the first can filled or first supermarket signed up? What's, what's the sort of the things that almost made you give up? Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of those. You know, there's been, there's been serious <laughs> amounts. I mean... You know, in our biggest summer ever, which was in 2018, we went from being a complete fad to being something that actually started to, you know, turn the dial. People started to believe that cans were a lot better than plastic, especially in the industry. So, you know, a lot of hotels and uh, tourist attractions, retailers, and we got a few hundred thousand cans filled, which um, for us at that time was you know absolutely enormous and um, the cans basically came wrong the steel cans were filled with sparkling but it wasn't like nice sparkling it was like still and sparkling mixed together so that was a moment where we had sent a lot of the cans out and a few of the people had called us up and been like yeah just to let you know the steel wasn't tasting great and you know th those types of situations you don't actually know how to get out of them at that at that particular moment. You sort of have to you have to troubleshoot, and it's very 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 scary. Uh, you instantly think that maybe this is the end. And the best thing you know about having a really amazing team, and at that time it was actually only four of us, but we all came together to, and we all pulled and mucked in together to really sort of make sure that we 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 got out of that scenario. But things like that. You know, loads of, you know, there's loads of ups and downs. There was a time that 
we nearly even lost our name, which was something that I actually completely forgot about. But we uh, we were in a, a situation where we nearly lost our the, the name Cano Water, and me myself and my other co-founder actually had to uh, fly to Germany to to beg someone um, to to allow us to use our name in the future. Which is, uh, you know, all of these times have been really really tough. But when I look back, it's that. Th- th- Every single scenario, every single um, situation has made me uh, a much more rounded entrepreneur, business individual, whatever you want to call it. But I, uh, without any of these these situations, I probably wouldn't be the person I am today. So I actually try and embrace them now a little bit more. <laughs> First Mile is the UK's leading waste management service. We help over 30,000 businesses reduce their carbon impact with our award-winning range of recycling solutions. Go to our website, which is thefirstmile.co.uk, to get started today. If you're enjoying this episode, don't forget to subscribe. We have brand new episodes every Wednesday. Some of the water brands are very much around where the, where the water comes from, you know, Highland Spring or whatever, and it's about the water source rather than the water packaging. Are you using multiple sources or do you have a particular spring that you use and is there sort of some heritage around that? Yeah, so our water is actually amazing and we don't talk too much about it and haven't in the past, but the truth is, is that that's something that we, uh, we are going to be doing this year. Um, our water is from the Austrian Alps, Everything's canned at source. Um, the cans are in Austria. The, the resealable lids in Austria. The waters from Austria. Everything's canned um, and sourced within a ten-mile radius, and then it's brought down here. I think that you know it's incredibly important for us to have a, have an amazing have amazing water. We're a premium brand. I think that one of the reasons Austria was in in, in the first place was because it was one of the only places in the world that would can water. They were very, very sort of, you know, very, very good to us. Uh, they really looked after us. A lot of places across the world didn't really take us seriously, in all honesty. And after, you know, going to Austria numerous times and actually, you know, working with the, the sort of the scientists over there who, who really sort of have an understanding of the water, the quality of water is, is, is incredible. And, um, you know, we're really proud of that. And that's saying that we, uh, you know, that we, we really sort of want to talk about. I think the reason we haven't talked about it so much is because the packaging, trying to explain to people in the first place why you're putting water in a can has been, a, has been you know, an enormous job in itself, as you can imagine, trying to explain to people why they're changing what they're used to for the past sort of 30 years is not easy. It's one of the hardest, you know, challenges that I've come, come against. And it isn't something that most businesses are, you know, are familiar with because most businesses are go down the conventional route and we, we haven't. So I think that it's funny, competition coming in is actually helping us because it's normalizing the category that we created. And being in a category by yourself can be very lonely. So yeah, incredibly, um, incredibly good water. Yeah, you, you, you'll see more about that in the coming months. Plastic recycling levels overall are really low, 7%, something like that, which is sort of tragically low. But plastic bottles are actually quite a bit higher, 42%. Nowhere near 
the heady heights of aluminium cans, which are around about 85% across Europe, but there's a lot of effort going into recycling plastic bottles. And as that recycling rate inevitably catches up, do you think that'll dampen the can of water brand? Or do you think people are just so wanting to move on from plastics that it actually won't, won't affect you? I think there's a few things. I think can of water means a lot more than just the the plastic side of things. I think that it's a, it's a brand that has more meaning, which we can go into, obviously, the don't bottle it side of things. So I think that can of water is, has got a lot more than just being a great alternative to a plastic bottle. But I also, what I, you know, what I will say about cans is, and, and what I love about cans is the fact that cans never lose their quality. A can will always come back um, and be what it was meant to be, which is a can. You know, the can that I've drunk from today has probably been about, it could, could have been thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other cans. I mean, how amazing is that? Like, what an incredible story that is to know that the drink that you're drinking from is going to be another drink in the future and so on. So the circular side of that is just is phenomenal. Plastic doesn't have that. And, you know, from speaking to quite a lot of people about, about plastic, uh, especially PET, the more that you recycle it, the more quality it loses. So it, it will end up becoming something, but what will it be? We'll never know what it will be. And then you compose the whole argument around microplastics and all of this sort of stuff. And I think that's the issue is that I don't just think it's the recyclability of plastic that, 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 that is the problem. I think it's the there's not a lot of transparency when it comes to what is actually going on with plastic and the microplastics and how, how, how bad that is um, in, in general and how microplastics have been found in our stools and all these types of things. And I think that when you look into it, you actually start to, to see that it isn't just the recycling bit, it's actually there's, there's a lot more to it. So I think that that's one aspect of it that I don't think a, a plastic bottle can ever compete against a, a can when it comes to, to the quality. But when it comes to can of water as a brand, you know, can of water isn't just about um, isn't just about the, the plastic side of things. You know, essentially myself and, and, and the two others, Ariel and Perry, who started the business, we actually talk about talk a lot more around this don't bottle it, which is our slogan, which originally was all about not putting water into plastic, obviously, but also talk about how championing people who haven't bottled it is quite important because as three people who never went to university were always told by hundreds of people that we'd never be able to build this brand told by industry experts that cans of water will never be a thing yet coca-cola and pepsi have now put water into cans you know it's a lot more than just uh than, than just the the environmental side it's actually it's actually that there's a greater story about inspiring people to do better um, and inspiring people to unlock their their potential you know a pun that i like to use is turning can'ts into cans obviously and i think that you know all, all of these things are, are massively important and i think can of water is is more than just a drinks business it's actually you know it's a lifestyle and it's a movement and it's something that we've tried to encourage massively through culture and I hadn't realised, I was looking at your Don't Bottle It campaign, I hadn't realised that was also your strap line as well from the start, which is great. And so, I mean, I do like that as well because it is, you know, it's sort of moving beyond the, the just the, the, the sort of water into this sort of wider 
societal impact um and what's what's coming up with that and what have you been working on in the with the don't bottle it campaign and what are the examples of things that are going beyond the product yeah, so you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out this year. You know, we're actually working on a lot of it in, um, at the moment. So in the next few months, a lot of it's going to be coming out. But essentially, it's um, it's it's working with people who who embody that and who who sort of embody that sort of like that 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 side of don't bottle it. You know, we've always the type of characters that we are. We are are very unconventional. You know, we've always defied the norm. We've always gone against the grain. Um, and, and we love working with people who also do that. And also, we really like um, putting the spotlight on people that, that, that do that. So it doesn't just it doesn't just happen on the outside. It also happens internally with people that we hire and the team, and um, just encouraging people that impossible can be possible. You know, it's funny. A lot of the people that uh, that told us it was impossible at the beginning, you know, came out the woodwork. Uh, five years down the line and we're like wow you know that's amazing and all of the you know all the people that really doubted us sort of came out and was like you know and I think that's that's what um don't bottle it is about is that if we had just not carried on if we had just stopped there when the person told us it was impossible can of water wouldn't have existed so I think that you know for us it is it is it's part of our plan to really sort of inspire others help people find their their potential and really sort of encourage this don't bottle it energy. You know, there's there's this energy that can of water gives. Can of water is not your typical water product, you know, that just um, talks about, you know, mountains and, 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 and this type of thing. You know, it's something that we encourage, uh, you know, with our water and the Austrian Alps, but it's something that there's more to it. There is this, this culture, this lifestyle. Anyone could be a part of it. Of course, uh, we want everyone to be a part of it, but, we really, really want to encourage people to to not bottle it and to to give it their all and not let anyone sort of deter them away from uh, their vision and their what, what 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 their best could possibly be. On this show, we're building a hall of fame for climate heroes, and we always ask our wonderful guests to leave something in First Mile's Climate Heroes Hall of Fame. So, what or who would it be? Originally, it was David Attenborough, um, because we've got a cardboard cutout of him in our office, and we are all obsessed with him. If it was um, a can of water as well, it's David Attenborough holding a can of water, if that can go into the, uh, the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you can definitely you can definitely have David Attenborough holding a can of water. Is his preference for still or sparkling? Uh, I think he's going to be a still, uh, a still today. I think sparkling might hurt his, uh, his, uh, his throat, so I'm going to give him a still. Speaking voice, perfect, excellent. We love that. Um, Deposit return scheme that's uh, launching in um, Scotland, all things being well, later in the year. Is that going to have an impact on the business because it's sort of different different rules for Scotland, different rules for England, or um, not too worried about it? It's quite a lot of drinks manufacturers are getting worried about the sort of the fact they're going to have to put a deposit on some bottles and not others, or cans in your instance. Listen, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, the truth is anything that helps um, the recyclability of things and helps people's habits, I think, is, is, is a good thing. I think the thing that I would be worried about is more around 
whether people will actually do it, uh, whether it's it, whether they whether they get it right. In 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 all, in all honesty, you know, it's very easy to say we're doing this thing, and then it, it, it's it's difficult to, to to actually get it right. You know, from what I've seen um, <laughs> with a lot of trials um, in the UK, I'm not sure how effective it actually you know, it actually is with getting people, you know, and I've seen this through can of water, getting people to actually go out of their daily life to do something is very, very difficult. People are very used to convenience. They really, really are. You know, I've had big conversations with people the whole time about why do we need cans? Why do we need plastic bottles? Why do we need glass? Why don't we just drink from the tap? Why can't we just do the tap? That would be incredible. How amazing would that be? But there's billions and billions and billions of plastic bottles being produced around the world. And I don't think that a lot of these people understand that convenience, unfortunately, is more, is, 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 is more important to people. And I think that we, in my opinion, we should play to that um, and we should be doing better to, in smaller steps. Listen, I, I think the, uh, the DRS, I really, really hope that it's successful. You know, I've always been a strong believer that, you know, things need to be better, you know, as as I mentioned before. But it just comes down to whether people actually do it. Um, Hopefully they will. You know, that's 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 the thing. So, you know, it is on our agenda. It's something that as a team we've spoken about, obviously. But let's see what happens. And uh, we're just going to keep going as as we have. And we're going to keep being keep doing better. And if we can, you know, if we can be part of it and help the process, then, then, then we will, for sure. And so Can of Water's had um, phenomenal success. I mean, you've just gone from no product that's ever been manufactured before to being now the, the market leader in terms of canned water. And, you know, that first company, hugely innovative uh, solutions, a huge amount of success to date. But in the next sort of two, three, five, seven years, what does success look like for you and the other founders at Can of Water and the team? Yeah, I mean, obviously take, take Can of Water to different markets. You know, we're definitely, you know, speaking about different uh, regions across the, across the globe, which is incredibly important. Yeah. And, you know, just keep building an incredible brand. I think that's, uh, you know, something that for myself and the founders, uh, you know, is incredibly important is build something that we're really, really proud of that is a... Um, a business that's like, sort of like a household name that people people recognise as something that's done done good, um, you know, something that's been um, part of change. You know, that's incredibly important for me personally that I can say that I was part of change, and I think that that's something that I've uh, always wanted to to do. You know, for me, financial incentives and these types of things aren't like at the top of my agenda. It's more about you know, being able to tell my kids and my great grandkids that, you know, the reason they're drinking out of a, a canned water product is because we did that. And I think that's that's something that I, I, I'm really, really proud of and I'm proud to be a part of. And, you know, even if it's not a can of water, the reason they'll be drinking out of any canned water would be because, you know, of the, the chain reaction and the domino effect of what can of water has done. So, that's something that's incredibly important. But, you know, the team's growing, the brand's growing, awareness is growing. And I think it's just keep on going. And also, like, 
something that is really excited that really excites me and this comes with you know funding because everything we've done has been very very like organic and very very sort of like out of our own minds whereas i'm really excited to grow the brand and do some really cool campaigns which is something that you know hopefully in the, in the future that we can do and, and just work with some really innovative people who really share the vision of can of water i think i think that's the thing is just keep growing the brand and do things differently. I think that that's, that's something that I'm also super proud of. Uh, and, and, and so are the other two founders is we were the first people to do something in the world. And we like to have that mentality of, you know, we don't like to, we never, ever copy people ever. I've got this, this thing that we, we're never copycats. People copy us all the time as a brand. They take a, a lot of our wording or this or that you know we're, we're never going to be that we we might take um, inspiration but we always always come up with the ideas ourselves and i think that that's something that's incredibly important yeah i know i know that feeling the and so is is, is the uk your biggest market today yes the uk is uh, and we do you know we do sell to other markets but the uk is um is you know the one that we're on the ground we're here you know we've done yeah. you know a load of work here and it is, but you know there are other territories that are growing, and we're also looking at going to others um, later this year. So, the, so the big goal for Kennel World is really to get into other territories and expand. And how can our listeners help with that? Because we always like to try and get our listeners um, involved in the success of our guests on the show. For sure, I think it's just supporting the brand, you know, and standing with us um, on, on what we believe in. You know, our vision is to remove a billion plastic bottles out of the out of the uh, environment, out of the ocean within the next 10 years. And that's through selling, you know, more recyclable alternatives. But that's also inspiring other brands to to put their water into cans. And that doesn't just mean still sell shitloads of plastic bottles. That means get rid of your plastic bottles and move to cans um, and be, uh, you know, whether it be jump on the refill side of things or into, you know, infinitely recyclable packaging, I think that a pet peeve of mine uh, is brands that only put their water in cans to tick a box. They're not doing it necessarily because they actually care. Um, they're doing it because they can say that they're doing it. And I think that that's something that is like a bit of a cop out, to be completely honest with you. If you're going to move to cans, just move to cans. You know, we know that they're better. You know, plastic shrink wrap for us in outer packaging is much cheaper for us to do. But we're going into cardboard because we're now able to do that. Um, and I think that that's something that can of water as a business will always be like that. And I think that other brands need to follow suit. So the truth is, if anyone wants to get behind us, you know, really just sort of follow us on our journey and be part of it. Really, you know, we, we welcome anyone into the movement. And I think that's something that um, it is still a very, it's a founder-led business. And that's something that is really really important you're not going to be sort of you're not going to you're not going to see us you you know you're going to see us i'm still out there on the front line at times you know at events and sampling making sure that you know uh the business with the team that we're all you know that we're repping the business and i think that that's you know completely you know something that really stands uh, stands true to us brilliant and how do listeners find you what's the social tags um, so it's all just at Can of Water, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. You know, you can find me on LinkedIn, Josh White. Um, or, yeah, you can uh, follow the website as well or go onto the website, 
canawater.com. Within the next month, there's going to be some really exciting development that you're going to see. I can't go into it, um, but there's going to be quite a bit of change, which is uh, which is really uh, exciting. So you sort of you heard that here first. Excellent. We love hearing about things first. Um, Josh, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Um, thanks for coming and telling us all about Can of Water and an update in terms of where we are. Um, been superb. Thank you. Thank you, Bruce. Great to uh, have been here. Thank you. I'm Bruce Brightley, and you've been listening to First Miles Climate Heroes where we meet incredible people making an impact to tackle climate change. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and subscribe to the show. We have brand new episodes every Wednesday.